Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Roar. My name is Sam Spellman, and today in this conversation, we are going to be working with the Lord, with God, as He helps us to reveal our amazing Redeemer. Um, That's what Roar stands for. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is a conversation that uh, I work to have every single week with you guys, the listeners, and just dig into the Word of God. Um, dig into the Bible and let the Bible bring out aspects of who Jesus is, because Jesus said this, he said, I am the word made flesh. And I really want this just to be a time of conversation. Um, this will be kind of a time of teaching. I, you could kind of call it a sermon. I'm sure all of these could inevitably and probably are in the flavor of a sermon. But at the same time, I really enjoy the conversational aspect. Um, there is teaching going on. Um, and if that's what you want to listen to, if you want to just, I want to encourage your, your own conversation with the Lord, because if something I say in this while you're listening sparks and helps you, um, in what your conversation is with God and your prayer life, and it helps it for the better, that is ultimately what I really want to do with this. Um, I'm thinking about having Dan get on here relatively soon and us doing some together. I think that'll be really, really fun. But whenever that happens, you guys, I'm sure we'll enjoy it. And I don't know how much, uh, how that'll go. Um, Dan and I have been doing some talks about, you know, different podcast ideas and stuff. So I'm not saying anything's coming in hot, but I am saying we have been talking about maybe doing something together and seeing how that turns out and what it would look like. So anyway, again, you can check the description of the podcast. There's information about myself, um, family, uh, ministry website, information, all that stuff is available to you there. Um, I think that's about all she wrote before getting started. I'm going to talk. I I got the opportunity and have been given the opportunity to speak to some kids in a FCA gathering, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And it's super, super cool to to see all all the youngins. And uh, like, I'm like 45 or something, all the youngins, all the young kids and really get to hear just kind of how they're doing and, and get a chance to share with them. And and it's important, I think, too, um, Jesus said this, he says, unless you become like a little child, you're not going to inherit the kingdom or you're not coming into the kingdom of heaven. And it's important that whenever we pursue God to keep that childlike expectation, that childlike faith, and to realize that in a lot of ways, not every way, but I do, I, this is something I, I really believe with my whole heart, that God might be complex in his outer workings, but it's not complicated. I'm going to say that again. There might be some complexity and some detail and some things that are working with how God does, does and works in the earth, works in his body, his will, but it's not complicated in the sense that it creates confusion. Because if something's complicated, it's a lot of different parts, but it breeds like a confusing, like, well, it's so complicated. How am I supposed to figure it out? But complexity is just, it's a lot of different details, but you can, it's available to be figured out. And I think the way we approach, you know, the word 
allowing it reveal who Christ is, there's going to be a lot of complexity. There's a lot of different facets about a perfect man that we can look at, that we can gaze into, that we can see with our, our eyes of our understanding and our spirit, and also with our natural eyes and when we see the body of Christ working in the earth. But that doesn't mean that it has to be complex or difficult to understand. God wants us to understand. He's a good God. He's not withholding for the sense of us to be confused or, or misinformed, but pursuing the complexity of God is something that we have to work on. So I say that to say whenever I was teaching and talking to these kids, you have to really break stuff down. If you're talking to younger people, um, when it gets complicated, it doesn't work very well. Keeping things in an elementary place, not that elementary is dumbed down, but elementary just means you're hitting the core points. You're, it's very simple. You're not, you can't just build off of gravel. You know, I heard my dad say this once we were talking about just the foundation of Christ and that everything ultimately is rooted in love and who Christ is. Well, that's pretty foundational. The Bible calls Christ a cornerstone, right? He's the oldest brother among many brethren. You know, those, that all gives the, you know, um, what do you call it? That implies that there is a very clear and specific like foundation and way things are working. So even with that understanding that is, that's not like gravel, you know, if it's one block, one cornerstone, but when you're building with gravel, if your foundation is just a bunch of little pebbles, it's not going to be able to withstand or hold the weight of things. It'll be just dispersed. So we can't just start with some of these little details and just blast stuff, but it's important that we allow there to be a foundation of who God is and how God does things to be simple, 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 simple. So I was talking to these kids um, about in Galatians chapter five, it says this, and I'm just going to read this. And then I'm going to, I'm going to basically share what I shared with them because I believe it's, it's important to understanding a little bit of who Christ is, right? Says this in verse 22, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against such things, there is no law. And those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit and let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. So in this, the thing that the Holy Spirit just highlighted was that is details, that is aspects of God's personality. That's aspects of Jesus's personality. I know that's kind of Jesus's, Jesus's, <laughs> Yeshua's, you know, personality. The king, the, the one who died on the cross, how, how did he, what was aspects of who he was? What, what was he like to be around? Well, he was loving. The Bible says that he was anointed with joy above all brethren. So who's the most joyful person? The Bible calls him the prince of peace. He was patient. He was kind. He was good. He was filled with goodness, the goodness of God. He was faithful and committed. He's a rock. The Bible talks about God being like a rock. He was filled with gentleness so that both women and children were not, um, they weren't scared to be in his presence, but actually children enjoyed his presence. And he was full of self-control that even when he wanted to do something different, he was able to yield and have control over his body and his soul. These are aspects of Jesus's personality. And these are also aspects of our personality when we're born again, the seed of love, right? It talks about fruit. 
fruit is something that's a product of a seed. So whenever we're born again, the supernatural, Peter calls it um, the divine seed of Christ is planted in our heart. In other words, when we're born again, there's a seed that has in it, in that seed, the fullness of love, the fullness of joy, the fullness of peace, the fullness of patience, the fullness of kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All of these things are encapsulated in the seed of the gospel. And when we're born again, the spirit of God works with us. And the Bible also says this through teaching, through edification. Paul talks about some sow, some water, and some reap the harvest, right? That's a discussion that's sad. Well, in that, the watering of the word waters the seeds of love, joy, this seed that has, excuse me, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in our lives. The more we read the word of God and get to know who Christ really is, the more of his love is exposed and, and revealed and grows in our heart like a seed, the more joy, right? And it says, God gives the increase. In other words, this is individual. God might be working with you right now about your patience, you know, and some of you others that are listening, he might be working with you specifically about your faithfulness or your integrity, the morality of who you are. Others, it might be self-control, learning when to speak and when not to speak and when to, you know, not blow up and lose your temper. Some, it might be your love walk, making sure you're loving properly. You're, you're advanced. You're, you're taking that extra step beforehand, prepared to care for those around you. Some of you guys, it might be the joy you just maybe need to get a little less serious and just enjoy life and not be so fuddy-duddy, you know? And when I say less serious, I don't mean be stupid. I mean, just relax a little bit. Don't be so uptight and let the joy of God be your strength. Maybe that's the thing that God's working with you on. Whatever it is that God's exercising and pulling out of your heart, these are aspects of Christ. And these are different ways. And this is written down, you know, God wrote it down and then held himself to his word says he, he's bound himself to his word it's it's a covenant it's like it's like wedding vows when you give your wedding vows and you promise that i'm going to be with you till death do us part right that that wedding vow that is that's important that is super important because that is like when you're making that vow before god and before man that means no matter what i'm going to uphold that and that's what god did in his word he said no matter what I'm going to be full of love towards my children. No matter what, I want to be full of joy. I'm going to be full of peace. I'm going to be full of patience. I'm going to be full of faithfulness, self-control, right? I'm I'm choosing that no matter what situation arises between myself and my children, I am going to not back off of these things. I am always going to be rooted in these things and they can trust this. That absolute integrity, that absolute refusal to come off the foundation of love, right? Because all of these things are incorporated in love. That foundation that I'm going to choose to love above all else. The Bible says, while yet we were his enemies, he sent his son to die. In other words, before we ever did anything for him in covenant, he chose to sow the seed of love and put faith in us before we ever had to put faith in him. See, whenever we we follow God and we choose to to to, to follow Christ, and put faith in the Bible and the word and who God really is. We're not doing anything that God hasn't already done before us. We're, he's not expecting anything of us that he hasn't already 
done. It's not, you can't point your finger and say, well, God, why do I have to have faith in you? Why can't you just, you know, pop up out of the sky and just deal with people? Well, it's because he in faith worked with us so that we could also grow in faith with him. You understand what I'm saying? How that there's an exercise there that happens. There's a trust that's built. There's a relationship that is so rock solid. And in the book of Revelation, it talks about, you know, crowns being given. There's a scripture that talks about blessed are you who believed when you did not see. In other words, you didn't see with your natural eyes. You're, you didn't use your natural senses for the discernment, but with faith and with trust and with love, you pursued and you followed Christ. You've chosen through the spirit, through the spirit of God and grace. You have, you know, come into this place of, of trust in God. And how great is the reward of those who trust the Lord? There's a reward that's coming and you don't do it just for the reward, but that's a part of the deal. That's good news. You know, it's like, you don't just get in a relationship with someone just so that way they pay your taxes, or at least you shouldn't. Why do you, why do you begin dating someone? Why do you begin talking to someone so that marriage then is formed? It's because you enjoy being around them. It's the same thing. The more you get around the word of God, the more you get around the body of Christ, you're plugged into the church, the more and more you realize how much you begin to care about who Christ is, about what he's done for you. When you really, it's revealed how good God's been to us, how good Christ has been to us and the love that he shared it really creates a desire, man, not that I just have to owe God and that I'm going to be a slave for my, but man, I get the opportunity to love him. I get the opportunity to, to walk the way that he has set before me. And I can follow that path because that path is illuminated by his grace, by his mercy. He wants me with him. He enjoys being around me. And these things the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, these things can grow in my heart and I can live and walk just like the master. So that's about all I had for this conversation today. Thank you so much for listening again to the podcast. I appreciate you guys being here. I appreciate appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you Again, if you want to get in contact, anything you want me to uh, talk about, anything you want to hear um, on the podcast, any questions about it, information about myself, feel free to check the description of the podcast below and it has information that you need there. And if you feel like writing a review for the podcast, those always, always help. And that would be much appreciated. So thank you. If you feel inclined to do that, feel free to do it. Um, I think that's, that's about it. Thank you again. You know, I always say thank you because really it's such a blessing to get the opportunity to share what's in my heart and to have people listen. Um, it really means a lot because you don't have to just listen to, to me. People, you don't have to listen to anybody, but for you to choose to tune in, make it through the podcast and listen, um, it, it really, really means a lot. And it's an honor to be able to share what's in my heart with you. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys next time on more Revealing Our Amazing Redeemer.